Hi, I'm Rachel Cook. I'm Corey Santiago, and this is Delete Delete If If Not Not Allowed. Well, here we are. Another another mom day, another mini sode. Um, I think, Corey, we need to start with some updates. Let's oh. uh <laughs> fill everyone in on where we are right now. With the Velamentous <laughs> Cord debate 2024, right? So oh boy. I think where we last left, um, I had a mental breakdown in my OB's office because classic. <laughs> This is because that's what I do. Um, No, because this is scary. And they hadn't scheduled my appointment. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. So they finally scheduled my appointment. And it ends up being like two weeks out from my original ultrasound, which I'm like, whatever. It is what it is. Like, at least I'm going in. And it's at the MFM, the maternal fetal medicine doctor, which I have not had to go to before. So that's a new experience for me. I don't know if I've ever had to do it. Um, But yeah, both pregnancies. Yep. So they like schedule me and it's in like the satellite (laughs) office. Um. Which I was like, I literally don't care. Like, it could be on Mars. Like, as long as I could, you get me there. Like, I, I don't care. Figure it out. So I go there for that. It's actually a very relaxing place, dare I say. Like, there's not an LED light to be found. Everything is, like, dimmed, calm. Everyone's speaking like this. There's exposed brick going on. Like, it was bad. Was it an absolute maze to find? And there's, like, very little like a scavenger hunt to try to get there because it's just like what is it actually called it's not called the maternal fetal medicine group it's called the perinatal specialist which like thankfully i knew what that meant but like what if you don't sidebar anyway so i go there i'm the only person there and then they come to get me for the ultrasound and they explain to me that the tech's gonna do the ultrasound she'll talk to me through it, and the doctor comes in right after go to go over with everything with me so i don't have to wait i'm like sweet cool this is an anxious person's dream honestly so we get there and i'm like trying to stay positive i'm like okay it's just extra that i get to see him like it's like, I'm just, you know, figuring out what the plan is. I'm getting data so I can make a plan. Like, I'm trying to like put my analytical hat on of, like, how I can deal with this, right? So she basically says they're going to do the whole anatomy scan over. They're not just going to look at the core. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. This is this is fine. I'm trying to keep myself calm. And they dim the lights. And there's, like, a huge screen that you can look at, which is, like, different than my OB's office. Um, and they put it, like, up so you're not, like, straight. if you have to move, you could still see it, which was nice. So they start going through everything. And then did you ever have a 3D ultrasound with either of your kids? I think so. Yeah. Towards the end. I haven't. I have other people post theirs and they're like the red tinted ones. You know what I mean? It's a little creepy. It's a little weird. It looks like lasagna. Yeah. It looks like to me like, um, like you know, in a basement when everything's like. Oh, the insulation? Painted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that or like the top of a cooked lasagna. So I'm like, oh, we're going to see a cheese baby, aren't we? And we did. The cheesiest but baby. The cheesiest baby. But like she printed them in black and white, thank God. But like you could like see his little nose, like Allie's nose, like that part was really cute. So, so, cute. so they go through everything and she's like, everything is looking good. And they get to the cord part. And I was like, well, this is why we're here. And she's like, all right, let's just let's see what we see. And in less like 0.2 seconds, she was like, uh, I'm like, what is what is the uh? And she was like, this does not look velamentous to me at all. I was like, insane. I was like, oh, so is it marginal? Because they told me like, it could also be marginal. She was like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I was like, well, then what is it? She was like, it's it's normal to me. She's like, but we'll check it a million different ways just to be sure. 
So she's like checking for all different angles. Like the probe is like in my hip bone. And I'm like, whatever, cut my leg off. I don't even care. Like no, do what you have to do. And she's like, all right, like, nope, still looking normal. She changed, she's like, we're going to do it with a different probe. So she like, beep, boop, bop, changed that out. Like went like underneath my belly to look. And she was like, yeah, no, this is not a velamentous cord. Like your cord's normal. It's a normal insertion. It's fine. I was like. Jesus Christ. And I just said, how? Well, then I'm like, okay, why did one say it was and one said it wasn't? Like, what's it, how, what, how does that happen? Yeah. So I asked and she was like, well, it could just be like the way the baby was positioned. The cord was just like lying on the bottom of your uterus. So it looked like it went through the membrane and it was just, she just couldn't see it. She's like, this is why we always, always confirm it and double check it. But like, I can see that it's normal from like the way the baby's positioned now. And I was like, oh, thank God. She felt like a weight was like completely lifted off. And she was like, so, and that, that was kind of at the end. She like checked a couple other things like my cervix and my ovaries and whatever. And then she was like, like they give you like the towel of shame to like wipe yourself off with. And then <laughs> got up and then she's like, all right, like I'm going to go through the whole report with you. I'm going to go give it to the doctor. I'm like, okay, great. So the only thing that they found, quote unquote, was that one of his kidneys had like a tiny little bit of extra urine in it, like just over the threshold of what is like normal, quote unquote. And she was like that. She's like, the doctor will talk to you about that. Like, it's really not a big deal everything else is normal they'll probably want to just check this in when you're 30 weeks as like a rule of thumb they have to do it so the doctor will determine what to do with that but otherwise like everything else looked absolutely normal he was already a pound and an ounce when he was like 12 ounces two weeks ago so i was like okay that's cool they printed me out a bunch of pictures it was great and then the doctor came in and it was the same doctor i had seen when like my ob my first like practice made me go for like my thyroid levels and he was like you're fine i'm so sorry Oh so my god! Guy, super nice. He was like, "Yep, like fine. Like, do not have to worry about that. Goodbye." He's like, "The kidneys." He was like, "It was like what? Like, it's supposed to be like four, whatever, and yours was five. So like, it's right over. Like, usually if it's a problem, we see it be as being like nine or ten or like a huge thing. sure. Like, yeah. So we think the baby was just making urine at the time <laughs> of your ultrasound. Like he just was making pee, and that's what it was. But he's like, even if it, I said, well, worst case scenario, what is it? He's like, worst case, it could be like a little bit of a blockage or something. But even if it is worst case scenario, you just have to go to the urologist after he's born. Like it's not a big deal, and a lot of kids grow out of it. And I was just like, oh, he's like, but I ninety five percent chance that's not what it is. You'll come in at thirty weeks just so we can check it, and that's it. He's like, congratulations, you're fine, you can go home. Oh, thank God. Like, oh my God. Literally, I walked up there. I was like, you can't tell me anything. I was like, nothing matters. Everything's fine. Don't care. I was like, I scheduled my next appointment to go there and it was done. And I was just like, you know, I'm very thankful that that's not happening. But I'm sad for me that I had two weeks of like having an absolute spiral meltdown because I yeah. that thing. So I like, and now I'm just like, well, do I trust this tech at all? Because she's done all my ultrasounds right. before, but like, you know, and I, I don't really want to let myself get down that spiral, but I do because I'm anxious. Um, welcome to pregnancy with generalized anxiety. Yeah. But I feel a lot better now. My regular OB called me to go over it and like explain the same thing. So I was like, I can trust this one, right? She was like, oh, you can definitely trust this one. You don't have a valid discord. I was like, okay, great. So then I go for a regular, my OB does, and I know like not a lot of OBs do this, a growth scan at 28 weeks. A lot of people, you have your 20 week ultrasound and then it's like, see you later, unless you go over. They always do a growth scan. So I'll have that at 28 weeks. And then I go back to the MFM at 30 to check the kidney. But he also said he was like, felt more that it was just like a urine being produced because they didn't note it on my other anatomy scan. The kidneys were both had normal levels of urine. So I'll go back for that. And then, then that's it. And then if I go over, they do an ultrasound every week or every well, couple of days if you go over, but hopefully that's not me this time. 
It's such a relief. And I'm also just like dumbfounded. <laughs> like, I'm so happy, but I'm also just like, oh my God. Like, it's just so fucking scary. And like, again, like, rightfully so you were you know totally legit i was like planning for a c-section i know you were like really and it's just so scary and yeah it it is it's a big relief and i can also understand why you can't just like oh everything's fine like it's it was a big thing to like try to come down from and it's still just like just get this baby here safely soon yeah i'm like well i still maybe do a scheduled c-section i don't know because that just seems kind of more of a controlled environment but i don't feel the pressure to do it now i don't feel like, I'm traveling for work. I'm going to, like, the wedding we were going to go to. I'm going on my mom's trip. Like, unless anything ch- – like, obviously, like, you're pregnant. Like, things could change all the time. Like, I could get high blood pressure and I can't go or whatever. But I didn't have to cancel anything. I'm going to keep, like, moving on with my life. And I just feel so much better. And I'm so, 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 so grateful that everything is fine. So Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the update. Should we update people, too, about your baby shower theme? Yeah. To everyone who voted, not helpful kidding but it was literally a three-way tie and it was like off by like three votes a piece and the heaven sent one that i thought was cute apparently you guys thought it was a big old dud because two people voted for that and that's it but i thought it was very cute the cloud um, nine yeah so so then what i offered is because it was a three-way tie i was like why don't you just let me pick one i was like you know that it's going to be one of these three you approve them all and you'll just be surprised yeah and that's a good idea i want to be that person i really do I want to be the person that could let go, but I'm just not. So I couldn't do that. <laughs> so I was like, all right, like, I think I can get like main squeeze. I loved, I thought it was so cute, but like, I always was like, well, I have like a husband and a kid already. Like, how can I say like, this is my main squeeze? Like, but then I was like, oh, I'm probably in my head about that. No one else is going to think that. And then you were like, well, you already have a main squeeze. Listen, as a firstborn daughter, I just feel like if my, I found out that my mom had a baby shower for my sibling and the theme was mom's main yeah. squeeze. I would be so mad. I'd be like, wait, what the, are you kidding me? Like, so I was just looking out for Allie, like, you know, in 15 years when she's like going through it. It was fair. And I was like, (laughs) you know what? This is fine. So I was like, okay, I'm between like baby and bloom and slice, slice baby. And we decided I, then I got scared and didn't want to decide, but then it stuck with it. Slice, slice baby is going to be our theme. So So I told Rachel, like the main things that I want. And then I'm just going to be like, here's my credit card. Goodbye. I did receive a vision board for those of you that were worried that I would need some direction. I got one. I got a vision board. So now I I can fulfill the vision. (laughs) I don't like getting a project with no direction. It irritates me. No, it's very good. I have the framework to work in. I got a great team (laughs) and we're ready to go. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to just not having to do it. Yeah, you just show up. That's all you you've given me everything and I'll see you. I'll see you there. Good. <laughs> I just remember I have to sit so and I have to get you my guest list this week, which I will. Yes. There are like two vendors I think we could use. And if they like suck or overpriced, like don't use them, but I'll send those to you just to have a place to start. And then I'm probably not gonna send you anything else. Like just send me the bill. Yeah, I got I it. Can't I can't be I don't say I can't be bothered because that's not it, but I just like can't be stressed. Yeah, I love it. So work I'm excited. I'm not excited. About... So I had a little incident with my Christmas card address list this year. And that incident was I deleted um, it. So I had to, couldn't get it back. Like, I'm sorry, um, what? <laughs> I don't know where it went. And then I thought I found it. And then I put it into Shutterfly and it just corrupted the file completely. <gasps> so I like need to go back and like hunt for some people's addresses. Like some people's I know are wrong and some I know are right. Some <laughs> I don't know. So I have to figure that part out. But also it's like, okay, who do you invite? Not who do you invite, but just like. 
is there going to be like if I invite this person because I really want them to be there is there going to be someone for them to hang out with do I let them bring somebody up like that whole chaos but that's fine that's uh tomorrow no well we can just we'll make friends with anybody yeah I was gonna say like we'll figure that out I'm gonna allow children because I think that that's appropriate I am not don't have to bring yours are you bringing Allie I think I probably should I mean bring her as operative right like bring her meaning like Chris, this is your responsibility. Yeah. If you want to go have a baby at the bar, you can. Yeah. She'll be in here for a couple of pictures. But then, like, if you need to uh, skedaddle with her, goodbye. Don't feel like you need to. Right, right. Like, have her, like, a shower. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, my family will be there. Like, yeah. Bounce no, that's to totally people. fine. Like, I feel like your kid is cool. My kids, I just wouldn't be able to do anything if my kids were there. Well, I feel like it's okay also if, like, you don't want to do that and you want to just enjoy yourself. Like, I didn't bring it. I. Mandy said I could bring yeah. Allie to her baby shower, and I think maybe somebody, some people would have wanted me to, but it's just not what I wanted, so I didn't bring her. Like, so yeah. like that's okay too. So I want to be like, you know, you're welcome to bring kids, but there will be mimosas, so do whatever you want. Like, you yeah. know, something like that. Also, there the room that we're doing it is right off the bar, right? So if husbands or partners want to come and hang out at the bar, like I ain't paying for you to drink there, but you're welcome to do that. Like, I don't know, what to figure out some kind of way to. Spread the word on that, but that's fine. Because then I was like, "Oh, do I do a co-ed shower?" And then I'm like, "Oh, no one actually wants to do that, so I'm not going to do that." Like, no man wants to go to a baby shower. No, it just no. They don't. I don't know. Mine was like, but mine was like a backyard hang. Like we, I feel like you know, I had I had men at mine, but yeah. it was a lot more like informal. Yeah, I do want to like get dressed up and be a little ritzy for this. Yeah, of course, and it's going to be getting, so much fun. I'm getting my makeup done by. um Becca Quicksell, who was my makeup artist for my wedding and is the best makeup artist I've ever encountered in my life. Oh, um, it's going to be so good. Be so cool. And I was like, I don't know if you remember me. She was like, of course I remember. I'm like, Ooh, I don't know. I want to be like, the face is a little bit different now. So <laughs> adjust to that. It's like, please be able to do it. And she is. So that'll be good. I kind of want to get my hair done, but I also know that that I can do myself. You're so good at doing hair. And I just like it when I do it. Like, I like my makeup when I do it, too. But, like, I know I that I really like when she does it. Hair, yeah. I'm very picky on. Like, the person that did my hair for my wedding, I liked it. But I, like, had to go through a lot of trials to get there. So I think I might just do that myself. Do you have your outfit? No. I've been looking. I think I'm going to wear red. I love it. With, like, some gold shoes. We love a lady in red. And I think I look good in red. So it is Yeah, nice. red is such a good color on you. So I'm excited. I think it's going to be really fun. I know we talked about doing the, remember last time we were like, oh, one of the activities could be like doing the blocks for the baby. So I did that at Mandy shower and I don't think I want to do it for mine only because so like every block had a letter on it and you got your letter and then you had to like draw like something like the letter and like something having to do with the letter. I've never Uh, seen a bunch of adults panic in a way like what starts with the letter M? I don't know anything anymore. That's so funny. And I was just like, like, I got, oh, I was like, what can I draw that starts with O? And I drew an octopus and green olives. That's amazing. Those are two great O things. I um, had to Google things that start with O because my brain fell out of my head. I like under pressure. I couldn't. I mean, do we it. could also just have people like tag them up. You know what I mean? Just be like Rachel was here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also just like there was, and then there was like <laughs> ten blocks that, like didn't get done. I was like, okay, maybe something in that vein, but not blocks, because then also you have to seal all of them because they have paint on them. Like I don't want another to do. I was gonna say yeah. Okay. All right. We'll we'll. We'll go back to the drawing board for activities. We'll figure, well, but I think like I also saw on TikTok it was like a flip flip cup, but for a baby shower. I'm like, ooh, how does that work? 
And instead it's like little stuffed animals and you have to put diapers on them. And like when the person puts a diaper on, like then you start yours and like whoever, like whatever team finishes first, like gets a prize. That's cute. I don't think making adults chug things out of bottles is cute. I think that's weird. So I don't think we're going to, or like making them put on diapers, like we're, that's not, that's not who we are. Yeah. Uh, but just like something fun, like good prizes, like we'll get some good booze and like whatever. I still am really on the fence about gifts because I was like, oh, maybe I should just open them. Like that would be fun. Like I haven't done that for a baby shower before. And we could do like the baby shower bingo or whatever to keep people engaged. But then the poll results, people really hate watching the people open gifts. I feel like though people were, there were some people like me that said they loved it. And I some said people I love it said, too because I really thought about it and I did, but. Do it. People can do it at the end and people can leave if they don't want to see That's it. That's what I'm thinking. Like, we'll serve we'll I want to see it. I want to see yeah. every single gift you were given. Like, I can't wait. <laughs> we'll serve dessert. And if people want to leave, I'll be like, hey, if you want to go, I don't really care. Bye. See you later. People like, are going to stay. People are going to want to stay. You watch. But no, I th I think you should do it. And I'm also debating, like, because my family will be there to be like, hey, do you want to just take Allie for the night? And I could have, like, a date night with my husband. Like I love that because you're going to be exhausted and overwhelmed and overstimulated and just like, blah. So. And also, right around the corner is the restaurant where Chris and I had our first date. And it will be uh, 10 uh, years. I love it. I that, love it. That week will be 10 years since we had our first date. Um, this is a beautiful plan. I love this for you. I think I'm gonna try to pawn her off on someone and see, see if I can get that done. But, beautiful. um, if you're ever in Goshen, I, I'm pretty sure it's still there. I hope it is or else this is embarrassing. Um, uh, but it's called craft, craft 47. And Chris and I had our first date there. I'm going to go back and relive a little bit. And Goshen's just a cute little town. I don't think there'll be any harness races that weekend, but if there are, I might go, I might put on a funny hat and go watch one. Tuesday. Amazing. Oh my God, she's her little coos are so cute. She is so chatty, I swear. Well, now's the time. Like, I forget yeah. these things too. I'm like, what? Like, I've been looking back at like videos of Ali. I'm like, when did she roll over? When was she smiling? Like, I don't yeah. No, I know. I We just rolled over four months. Annabelle rolled over. Lola rolled over at three months. So, around the same like time three, there. Three and a half. But I'm constantly going back into my phone to be like, what What does she look like? What is she doing? When did I use the high chair? When did I pull this out? Like, I when did I, all these things. And every baby's different. So, no, but, but it's like yeah. a good frame of reference. Like, when you need to dust shit off in the basement. No, I know. Like, Literally, the, the other night, you were like, don't you have a teether for her? And I was like, uh, somewhere. Get like, new ones. The, the ones you have are probably like gone or I know. I save them, but I'm like, well, I'm not going to reuse these. They were in her mouth. That's gross. I can throw them I away. I also, because she's going to turn three in a month, um, I've been looking back at like photos and videos like from this day a year ago and just like yeah. how baby she is. Like she like was barely stringing together like little two word sentences and I just know. like saying funny things. It's um, fast. Yeah. And then the other day she was like, because I can't pick her up out of the tub and I was giving her a bath and I was like, all right, like we're all done. And she like went around me like this. And goes, hey, dad, come get this kid out of the tub. Oh, my God. I that's guess that's adorable. how I say it every night like that. Or she'll be like, she'll just say funny things like they're just funny. Like she wanted a piece of bread for dinner tonight. And like she I wanted her to like not just fill up on bread. She goes, "Um, I need that bread because it's good for my tummy. So I need it. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? It's, just, it's so funny to see like how fast they grow, but it's also like, I can't believe she's uh, like, it's just like, yeah, because I don't, you know, you're about to do it again. Like, no, I know. It's so bugged out. Like, yeah. Like, and in a way, it happens. I feel like Annabelle, it happens slower and faster than the last one. You know what I mean? In some ways, you I'm hang like, hang on to it more. Yeah, totally. Lola cracked me up though. This tonight, I was talking to her. She said something about, we were talking about grown ups. And I was like, what do you think you're going to want to do when you grow up? 
And she like looked at me and she was like, grow. And I was like, I can tell yes, you that, for sure. that is absolutely right. You will grow. It was so funny. <laughs> oh, she's like very into like doing things that big kids do. Like we got her these little like three and four piece like word puzzles. Not that she can read, but she can identify all of her letters, which I'm proud of. Love that. Um, but now every time like we walk past like the thousand piece puzzles in Target and she was like, mom, I need a puzzle. I like puzzles. I'm like, ooh, those are for big kids. She's like, I am a big kid. I was like, they're for, actually, they're for old kids. She was like, oh, I'm I'm not that. I'm like, no, Aww. you're not. But I also, like, I let her, like, pick out her clothes now, which is, like, honestly my biggest nightmare because she picks the ugliest shit. But <laughs> comes up, she picks is cute, or she, like, knows that I like it. So she'll be like, you think it's pretty, right? I'm like, I don't have to wear it, whatever you want. Like, I try not to influence and, like, let her pick her own stuff. But, like, that's a cute, like, thing to see what they gravitate toward. Like, she picked, like, a, oh, yeah. a unicorn glitter on it. I'm like, all right, not what I would have picked, but that's fine for you. But then she picked, like, a cardigan that had, like, bright pink, like, 60s flowers all over it. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like, all right, I'm in there somewhere. But Lola's been picking her outfits for a long time. I, you know, it's been hard for me. But I will say, like, I, give that most of the time, I just, I just didn't have a choice with her. Like, straight up, she would just, like, throw a fit if she didn't get to have, pick her outfit. So, but I do see a difference when she's with Jay and with me, the things she picks. And I don't know how much we're influencing it. But, like, you know, I pretty much, when I, like, we start getting ready, I'm like, do you think you want to wear shirt or sweater today or a dress? Like, you know, like, legit. Like, what are we, where, where are we going in the room? The closet, the drawer, what are we doing? And with me, she'll always be like, a dress. And with Jay, she, and maybe Jay just doesn't give her the same leeway. He doesn't probably even go into the closet. But when Jay dresses her, she's like, solid color shirt, solid color pants. With me, it's like the most like elaborate, like neon color dresses with, with like crazy colored pants, with different socks, with different, like, I'm just like, cool. I love it. I try to pick out her outfits like at the beginning of the week because we have like one of those little organizers in her closet so I don't have to do it in the morning. So I'm like, okay, oh, what wow. do you want to wear? And like I'll let her do that. And, like sometimes I'll let her pick between two outfits, but usually she doesn't care that bad. If it's like a dress or something, like she does care. Like someday she will refuse to wear a dress. Someday she will refuse to wear pants. It's rare, but like I just try to roll yeah. with it as best I can on those days. Um, she, <laughs> I was like, oh, we should I pick out an Easter dress because those are all out now. And she picked, like, she was like, what about this one? It was, like, a neon yellow, like, lace dress. And I was like. Oh, wow. I said, you like that one? She was like, I could do better. I said, oh. <laughs> I said, if you like it, we'll get it. Mm, I don't know if I like yayo. I'm like, all right. Fair enough. So, so freaking cute. We're still on the lookout. But, like, Christmas shoes. I could do better. <laughs> I could do better. Like, who, like uh, where do you even pick this shit up from like that's also what, what i don't know so yeah no they're listening they're listening to everything always the thing that's like so i have to leave really early for work tomorrow because i have like these all day meetings i also have jury duty this week which like put a pin in that for a second but i have to leave the house to, like get to my office like with the traffic i have to leave my house at 6 50 tomorrow so i'm not gonna be able to get her up i'm probably not gonna see her till after she goes to bed but I was like, all right, I'll set her outfit out. Like Chris was giving her bath because I like, can't really kneel down and do that anymore with like all of my round ligament issues. So I'm like, all right, I'll be helpful. I'll go lay out the stuff for tomorrow. And without thinking, I just put like the sweater, the little jeggings down, the socks and matching bows because I always pull her hair back in little Adorable. Bows. Because that's 90% of the time what she asks for. I ask sometimes she'll say, I want four piggy tails. So we try to make that shit work. Like I try to do the best I can, but usually she says piggy tails and bows. So that's what cute. I do. Or sometimes she'll want buns, whatever. 
so I just at default I put out the two bows and thinking to think about it. We he brings her and we're like getting her dressed for bed and he looked and he said, "You put two bows out." And I was like, "Yeah, what? like do you not like? The, but what what's the big deal?" He was like, "You know I can't do two. Why would you?" Aww. Put two bows out? <laughs> Oh one bow dad <laughs> i was like you know if you're feeling if you're feeling frisky tomorrow you could do too because he just like stresses out so much about doing Aww. her hair because it's like you know it's like classic like girl dad trying to figure out but also she has really curly hair so it's like yeah she does a certain way and i like try to teach him like he uses the parting comb which is like a great thing but he does like the one ponytail in the center good it's really yeah. putting the hair elastic on that he just like gets tripped up i'm like you just gotta do it and i also have been doing it for 32 years sure like i can yeah. do it in my sleep obviously but so I jokingly said for Christmas, I was going to get him one of those like child hair mannequins so he could practice uh, like, get me that. I'm like, it's on par with like you getting me a vacuum. Like we won't ever do that. Um, so I just thought that was hysterical. I have a screenshot of like the first time I went away and he had to do her hair because he was taking her to the aquarium and he FaceTimed me and her face oh. is like, God help me. <laughs> and she said, mommy, he, he's not doing it right. I said, well, we have to, everybody has to learn. So we have to be patient. That's so cute. So that just like made me laugh. She was like, two? Really? Like, I was like, you know, I said it was a subconscious vote of confidence. I think that you could do it. <laughs> We're not doing this. <laughs> whatever you got. If you're owning the morning, I let it go. Do whatever you need to do with that. But I also really hate those days where I'm not going to see her all day. Of course. And then if she like makes like one peep and then I'm like, oh, I have to go check on her. I have to go. <laughs> I know. I I had like last week was just a week where I had so much going on at work and like even the days that I was working at home or even days when I got home a little bit early, I just felt like I was not present. Like, I just felt like so consumed by like everything at work that I just, it was like the hardest week as like a working mom of two that I've had yet. And like, it just felt like everything. Raining. Yeah. Yeah. It was really rough. And I was like thinking about it over the weekend and stuff and just being like, you know, this this cannot be like, this cannot be the norm. Like, I just won't do this again. Like, and I need to figure out. So I spent like a ton of time thinking about like, what could I change with my schedule? What could I change with distribution of labor in the house? Like, what could I change around, you know, just all these other factors, like again, about my work-life balance and like trying to like think about, again, these very practical logistical things that I might be able to do. And I kind of had this breakthrough today where I realized that like you can change a lot of different situations or circumstances or elements of your situation and like you're still there like it's still you like no matter where you go right there you are and so I was just like realizing setting this up as like I don't want to have a week like last week there are a lot of things I could try to change but the one thing that I think I want to try to change is like what would it look like if I just really focused on not trying to do everything perfectly mm -hmm. and it's just like I think one of the things that like makes those weeks so hard for me is this like like voice in my head like you're not doing it you're you know you're you're missing out you should be doing this you could be doing that like you know and and that focus for me of like holding myself to this like impossible standard and not giving myself that grace to like make other decisions as I need like I don't want to live that way I can't live that way it's like that situation makes me feel like no matter what I do is wrong and well, it, you're setting yourself it, up to fail like with that mindset right well, like, and but it it's real like it's real like I was in this point where it's just like you know when, with your time being so 
stretched and your energy being so stretched, it's just like every decision feels like the wrong one. Like if I spent time with the kids, I should have taken that time for myself. If I took the time for myself, I should have used that time to connect with my husband. If it wasn't with my husband, it should have been with my kids. Like it was like at the point this weekend, I had like decision paralysis mm -hmm. where like, I just couldn't figure out if I wanted to do the grocery shopping or to let Jay do the grocery shopping. Because on the one hand, it would really help me if he just did it. On the other hand, it'd be nice for me to have a break and like going grocery shopping is sometimes my only break. But it was like at the point where I felt like you can't even I couldn't even make that decision. And I just was like realizing it's like, you know, it's great. Like we say it all the time, like be kind to yourself, give yourself grace. But like it's really fucking hard to do that because I care and like I, I want to do my best. It's like, you know, to say that I just like not care how things turn out. Like it's just not how I am. Like I want I care and I want to do everything well and I want everyone to think I'm doing it well which is very different than wanting That's to do it well. That's the harder part, I think. Like <laughs> and just like realizing, you know, we've said it before, but like our kids need to see us be imperfect and do the best we can and make the best choices we can. And we, we, we know, like, you know, again, the grace we give them, the grace we give each other, the grace we give other people, like every time we hold ourselves to an impossible standard or a different standard than we hold someone else, every time we tell ourselves something different than we would tell our daughters, like those are intrusive thoughts. Those are like fake, that's fake news. Like that is something that like, that's a story we're telling ourselves. Like that's not real, but like literally I give so much like space and grace for so many other people in my life and, and make all these. Yeah. I understand everything. And I'm just like, Oh my God, you know, but when it comes to me, it's different. I'm like so hard on myself. And it's that like, so I had to go like back to the office, like when Allie was four months old, like we were going two days a week. We have ever since. So I feel like it's always been like, I wish I had longer at home with her. It's just been utter chaos. But I do have some like practical things I will give for like, if you're like going back, like working in the office, or, like your work is just very demanding. I mean, I think everyone's job is probably demanding, right? When you're going back to work after a baby, because like your brain reshuffles and prioritizes. But some practical things that we do in our house is just number one, every Sunday night we talk about like, okay, what does the week look like for both of us? Like my husband works completely remotely for now, but he is going back at some point to the office. Um, they have like a new space and a new schedule. So He'll go back at some point, but he might have like, he works in finance. So some weeks are like quarter close or month close, or there's a project to do. So every Sunday night we try to be like, okay, like this is what my week is like. Cause there's some nights I have to stay late or days I have to go in early or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Like, do we have overlapping busy days? Um, and just like trying to figure out what we're going to do, who's going to pick up, like where we can give a little bit. That's super helpful for us. We plan our meals a month ahead. That's really helpful too, because then like I put a grocery order in or we could decide like, hey, these are all too labor intensive this week. Let's switch it with any of the other shit we've planned. This is what we'll work on what day. I'll cook these days because like you're going to be working late. Like we'll figure that out. Like we do that shuffle. We try to like make it like I need like less thought in the moment possible. So I like for me, it's worth spending one day at the beginning of the month just busting all this out. So we do that. Laying stuff out before, like all of our daycare clothes. Like I try to meal prep breakfasts and it's like not anything fancy. Like I like to do overnight oats with peanut butter and jelly in them. That's what, that's like one of my favorite things to do or like smoothie bowls or like yogurt with fruit, like I, just something I can like grab and leave. So I'm spending less time in the morning. Like I try to do a little more on the front end so I can just sleep more, <laughs> do what I need to do. Like that's really helpful for us and just like prioritizing those things. I also think it's really helpful at work to like 
draw the boundary as hard as it is. Like my calendar is blocked before like my working hours on my calendar don't start till nine and they end at four. Do I work outside of those hours? Of course. I need to make up sometimes or I get there earlier or I can stay later or whatever, but I'm not taking meetings during those times. I time block stuff out for myself. So like I'll put tasks on my calendar because otherwise I'm never going to get to do those. So like even when I'm at home, like time blocking is helpful. I, ha oh, I actually have this. So this, I feel like an influencer. <laughs> this is a time block, like a physical time block. And you like the side you put it down on is the time it starts or the side that's up. So like the 15 minutes is up and it starts a 15 minute timer. But like that, I could just flip and bigger. Like, I'm only going to spend 20 minutes doing this. And when it's done, it's done. Like I'm going to clean up the living room, but I'm only going to spend 15 minutes. And when it's done, it's done. Like just that, like being able to put my phone down and not having to look at that. That's really helpful. Like turning my, my Outlook notifications off if I'm away or if it's the weekend and not, it's hard to not check, especially if you're like waiting on someone or someone's been like acting a fool and you need to keep tabs on them. I get it, but you're not going to save the world on a Saturday. Leave it alone. That's been really helpful just to kind of like set those boundaries. And now people know, like, I don't like using, I don't like people use kids as an excuse not to get work done, but I also feel like people are not going to ask things of me that they would know would take away from a time with my family because they respect that because I've put that first so they will do that I also saw this on someone else's email that they sent to me like after hours and I kind of oh. want to steal it on their email signature because she sent it like eight o'clock at night or something and it says like I'm sending this email at a time that's convenient for me I do not expect you to respond I like please respond in a time that's convenient for you basically like I'm just emailing you because I have the time like yeah to answer me right now I was like, oh, I love that. So I I've seen that. Like, like my working yeah. hours may not be your working hours, yeah. like type of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. I also, I, I've just stopped taking meetings on Mondays. Like I just not scheduling meetings on Mondays I because I, I mean, again, there's always the meeting. Like if my boss calls a meeting, obviously like I can't say no, but you know, in terms of my meetings that I schedule, I need Mondays to reorient myself into what's going on. Like, I just cannot. Remember and, what your job is. Because sometimes yeah. I figure, I'm like, what do I do? Yeah, I need it to catch up. And like you said, the time at work. I mean, that's another piece of it is like the time at work in between meetings to actually do the like creative work that I need to do to write the things that I have to write, like to ah. come up with these ideas. Like that doesn't like that doesn't happen between nine to five. That doesn't happen in between Zoom meetings. That stuff comes to me like at 2 a.m. while I'm nursing the baby. I'll be like, oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? Like this work is my life in so many ways. And so it is hard to disconnect. And it's also the type of thing with like then you the time that you do budget for your kid. That's the time they're throwing a tantrum. They say they only want their dad and are kicking you in the face. You know what I mean? And it's just like. Try again tomorrow. <laughs> if that's the case, just try again tomorrow. And yeah, I also you do got try it. To, I do try to spend like one-on-one -on -one time with her as much as I can. But if I'm like, if I'm burnt out or I know I'm like in a bad mood and I only really have 10 minutes to give, I will say like, okay, I'll play with you for 10. We're going to set a timer. We can do this activity for 10 minutes. And when the timer goes off, like dad and I will switch or you can play with this or you can watch something on the TV. We only do the iPad on the weekends um, when we have to. We try not to do like that much screen time, but like it is what it is. Like sometimes I just know, yeah. right? So that's fine. Like I'd rather spend 10 focused minutes with her, like not on my phone, like really just paying attention to what we're doing, like and get that quality time in. We don't do, I try to have like a no phones at bedtime rule. Even like she does some really cute stuff sometimes and I want to take a picture. Like she like sits and snuggles with the dog before bed and I think it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like just there's boundaries on both sides, right? And like, again, just like giving yourself that permission to fuck up. Like it's okay. You're probably going to do it. It sucks. Talk about it with your partner. How do you resolve that? Because something's really bothering you. There's probably something you both can figure out that's going to help you feel better about that.
like oh like if I work late I can't do this but I can do that or like next time it would be easier if we did it this way can we try it yeah I'm just like I'm just sort of the mindset at least in our house it's like everything like every day is different every day the kids are different every day work feels different every day I feel different and so like it's very hard for me to build systems or routines because like I said every it feels like everything's changing all the time but I think that like for me strengthening definitely the way Jay and I communicate and you know how we signal to each other we're in distress I think that's a big thing it's like you know how do you let your partner know before it's too late that you need help before you're like you know, having a mental breakdown, That's which hard. is like, sometimes you and it's hard. And, you know, Jay, Jay tells me all the time, he's like, dude, you're doing it. Like you're super mom, you're working, you're like, you know, you're being a great mom. I'm like, here, I'm watching it. Like, it's great, but it doesn't always feel that way. Like, or if I am doing it, it's at a cost to me where like, I feel like you're depleted, frustrated. Up. Like, yeah, like, I feel like I'm like losing, like Jay was like, I'm not losing, but failing, you know? And Jay said to me once, he was like, do you really think you're failing? And it's like, I feel like that. Yeah. And like, you know, again, I get it from an outsider. You're here to like, to like boost me up and say like, yeah, you're doing it. I see it. But at the same time, it's just like living it. Like, it's just hard. So, so I'm going to try, like, instead of like thinking about all the external factors that I have no control over, instead of trying to control those or, or plan for those, I'm just going to try to figure out how I can like change the narrative a little bit in my head and how I can give myself permission what does that really look like to give myself permission and grace to like fuck up a little bit um and not have to be perfect every time I don't know yet like because I never really consistently do it it's much easier for me to default to the other way time and the thing that I like to tell myself when I feel really frustrated is like it's not going to be like this forever it's not even going to be like this in a month like things will be different I mean I'm sure when I have a second kid it'll be an absolute three ring circus but like it'll be different and like when they're eight and five like it'll be really different and like there'll be other problems and other things I'm gonna swap for and like that's okay and like I don't really feel like I like I'm gonna miss this or like have to like that's bullshit I mean maybe maybe some people do but I don't like but that's okay to just like you're in the phase that you're in and also like I think like career-minded women a lot of the times like especially like around review season it's like okay like how do I advance my career how do I level up how do I get like it exceeds expectations some years it is okay to meet the expectation and put it on cruise control for yeah i mean okay it's like take a beat and figure out and maybe that time is figuring out what you want to do and like what you don't want to do and that's okay i mean i am like very like goal oriented like i always want to be like scaling up right but like this year was like a maintenance year like i had to kind of figure out what i needed to do i had so much going on in my life like and that's okay and next year i'm gonna have a baby and that's gonna be different and that year is gonna look different so i think just like having those conversations it's easier when you have female or bosses who have children or like know what that's like but just like having that conversation of like okay my life's gonna look different like here's what my expectations of myself are of the exactly just instead of just being like exceeds expectations because that's how I was and then last year when I got my review like you have to rate yourself Mm -hmm. on your like pieces of performance and one was like commitment to the company and commitment to the role and I gave myself like a three and the highest you'd get is a four and I don't really give myself fours anywhere like I gave like one or two in other categories and I got a four on that and it felt awful yeah honestly. because and like my boss at the time was like why I saw you gave yourself a three like why would you ever give yourself a three like you do this this and that you're always here you're always this whatever 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 you go on the trip you take the call you do whatever you have to do like you always show up you are a four and in my head I was like I never want to be a four again 
and yeah. I told my new boss coming in, I was like, hey, on this, I my goal is to not exceed. My goal is just to meet because like that's unrealistic and it's taking pieces of me and it's not. And she has three kids. She gets it. But like, and that's okay. It's okay to yeah. be like, I don't want to do And that's fine. It doesn't make you less goal-oriented. It doesn't make you less ambitious. It doesn't make you less professional. It's knowing yourself and knowing where your priorities lie. And like, that's fine. Yeah, it's it's really hard. Like I built this career when I was single, like I was on my own. And I had nothing. I had no one else. It was COVID. And I like that's when my career took off. And all of a sudden I've like landed in this amazing position of leadership with a ton of responsibility and momentum. The exact moment that I have this like beautiful family. And, you know, it, it's it's very hard for me at times because I feel like I work so hard for this, but I worked so hard for all of this, like for the kids, for the job. And it's it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. But I definitely think there's nothing wrong. I feel, well, I don't know if I would frame it as like, you know, I'm going to miss these years. I'm just very mindful that these are years I won't get back. Because I was thinking that. I'm like, okay, well, when the girls are, are five and seven, it's going to feel really different. And they're going to be at school every day and they're going to have their own lives and activities. But right now they don't, they need, I am their life. Like, you know what I mean? Like I am the center of their world and I want to be here for it more than I am. And it's not even like logistically in the house. It's just like emotionally and mentally present. And so, yeah, that's the work for me. (laughs) Well, I think I just acknowledging that like all of these are accomplishments, like it's not just what you do at work or how you show up there. Like getting pregnant is hard. Being pregnant is hard. Having a kid's hard. Raising a kid is hard. Figuring out the balance is hard. Like buying a house or like figuring out like how to make your house a home is hard. Like these are all really things I think a lot of us take for granted. And oh, you're just supposed to do this and it's a box to check. But it's like these are accomplishments too that like take a lot out of your time and change your life and like change who you are as a person. So acknowledge that work that you've done. Like if you've overcome something, like acknowledge it just that's okay I think we have to kind of get there and if there's people in your life who like don't have children like they're probably doing things that you should celebrate too so think about how you could you know celebrate them like it's not all about that so I think finding the little things to celebrate too is really helpful especially when you feel like you're in the thick of it like you are like you are right now like you just have to find the little things to get through definitely i think that's a good note to end on i think that was for once we ended on a positive spin (laughs) love to see it love it all right (laughs) until next time thank you for listening to delete if not allowed we'd love if you'd send in your parenthood questions or hottest mom group drama to delete if not allowed pod at gmail.com this podcast was hosted by rachel cook and Corey santiago produced by megan conroy rachel cook and Corey santiago Edited by Jesse Sander, music by Nate Sander. We'd like to thank our husbands, our daughters, and all the people who helped us along the way, however big or small. New episodes of Delete If Not Allowed drop every Wednesday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Delete If Not Allowed Pod or find us on Facebook as Delete If Not Allowed.